Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 46, weekend edition. It is January 20th, 2019. And I want to just tell everybody before we get into this that you can find us at many, many places on the intronets. One is WS Marvel Comics on Twitter. We also have a website where we review all the books that you're going to be hearing tonight at WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And we're gradually trying to get all of the books done uh, each week. And it's just we have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I actually just, uh, we ended up, we're Two recording. Feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, and then we're recording later. I actually did get the uh, Ironheart review up that I keep saying every day I was going to do. I finally did get it up right before. We yeah, I'm trying to get recording. this Marvel Comics Presents Yeah, one up so by, we, by the end of the week we will have, by the end, of, you know, before New Comic Book Day, we should have a bunch more. I, I'm actually planning on doing As Guardians of the Galaxy, stuff that we don't necessarily talk about here. But you can also go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Now, if you would care to leave a review and a rating, we would appreciate that. Now, this is the weekend edition, and usually we go right to news. I just wanted to mention something because we end up uh, recording the books on Wednesday. It's new comic book day. They come out. Me and Brandon get home from work. We have to rush <laughs> to read them. We don't even know which ones yeah. we're doing All for that East night. All on East Coast time, too, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, so we, we don't have a lot of – and plus we have family. So we end up yeah. rushing through the books a, a bit. I mean, it, it's still – we're trying to you know, give you a little idea of what's going on and how we think, but – we missed something in Invaders. I just wanted to say, because as I was reviewing it then, I reviewed it after, whereas I actually reviewed that earlier today. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, you know, and because we kept saying that Tommy, the guy that was his, his buddy that got his, killed. Yeah, his and, Bucky. And at the one point when they're burying him, and you saw Namor look over at the sea, and we're like, oh, my, he's going he's gonna to do Pet cemetery yeah. and end up bringing him back. Well, in fact, throughout that— the judge from yeah, Nightwing. Yeah, for, throughout that whole deal— uh, it seemed that Tommy was already there. That's his advisor. That matron that he had is Tommy, his advisor. So when they go through that issue and you see Tommy's dead, you see the whole burial and then him look over. Well, if you look at the dog tags while Tommy was laying there, when we didn't know, did he get him out of the – remember, it looked like he was on the beach. And yeah. we said, you know, what did he do with that body? It, it, you see the dog tags and it is Tommy Machen. I didn't catch that when we were going through it to review on the on the uh, podcast but also the idea of at the end where you had namor talking and the the other guys are like who the the king has gone mad and he's there talking to nobody and me and you were like we don't know who he's talking about <laughs> it seems that that's when he's talking to machin that machin might be a ghost he might be like six cents he sees dead people uh yep. is what might be the case but yeah i just wanted to throw that out there just so when people are listening like boy those guys are dummies they didn't get that well i caught it when i went to <laughs> review it and in fact that actually raised my score i actually yeah. gave it a nine five on the side on on our podcast on the side i gave it a nine eight one of the most it's one of the highest scores i've given in a while because i really really did like that and that solved a bit of confusion that we had that we were like well we don't know what he's doing there when he was talking and, and stuff and this might lead to these black magic crazy powers he has we'll yeah. have to see why he's bonding with these bad guys yeah we'll have to see what's going on but we'll go on to tonight's episode and we're going to start with the news we have a couple news items fantastic four and tony stark iron man issues pushed back the next two <laughs> issues of dan slots fantastic well, this is no surprise yeah dan i, know, slots, I feel yeah. like this is a monthly it's news all item. the same dan slots fantastic four and tony stark iron man are being 
being pushed back two weeks each on Marvel's release schedule. And that's the thing. A lot of times we do get these, you know, we get these delays and people are like, oh, man, it's only two weeks. Well, it's two weeks on top of all the other delays. Yeah. And Dan Slott's books just seem – and we, I'm so into Fantastic Four now. I don't want to wait an extra two yeah, weeks. No. Tony Stark, Thanks. every time that starts up, we always think that it's been delayed because it probably has been a little. But every time it starts up, you're like, well, where did we leave off? It's yeah. really Stop a book. doing oversized issues and yeah, running out it's of ideas. Really a book that doesn't on. have a direction fully to me, and then yeah. you get a delay, and that makes it work. But they're being pushed back two weeks. Fantastic Four number seven and eight are now set to come out February twenty seventh and February uh, March twenty seventh. Meanwhile, Tony Stark Iron Man nine and ten are slated for March thirteenth and April seventeenth. Both series have previous schedule changes earlier in their run, so yeah, that's just a nice way of saying they've been delayed before. X Men <laughs> and Punisher titles drafted for Marvel's War of the Realms. Four more War of the Realms tie-ins have been released ahead of Marvel's full April 2019 solicits, and they show Thor bolstering his army with the addition of the X-Men and the Punisher. New Punisher and X-Men tie-in limited series are scheduled to debut in April, and the contents of that month's Thor and Asgardians of the Galaxy, already known to be tying in, have been revealed, and these are separate deals. They're, you know, yeah. three issues. They're not issues. the actual main title of no, the No, they're, they're separate tie-ins, it seems. Three issues each. Now, some of the books that are tying in aren't doing that it seems that these are when they ran the solicits for this it was like one of three i think these are like three issue little mini things kind of like the uh spider geddon sort of tie-ins and stuff like like that it's just the thing is i'm not that excited yet for this you know war of the realms i've talked about a bunch of times it doesn't add to my no it doesn't it it ends up yeah oh yeah (laughs) it ends up making it like oh really we got to deal with this and and now i have to deal with more books but i've been building towards war of the realms for the entire duration of my Thor run. So we're talking six years and 80-something issues and counting said War of the Realms event writer Jason Aaron previously. This is a war that covers the entire globe and involves the biggest heroes of the Marvel Universe. And it just it's getting more and more because... Uh-huh. The next one is... I was going to say, let me add to that real quick. I'll tell you two reasons I'm worried. Is just, you know, this is a book that's been mainly contained to solely the Thor title the entire time. And now now it's it's just branching out out to this giant mess. And I don't understand the purpose of that entirely. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, It looks like it's going to be humongous. And And then the other other event, the last event Jason Aaron did, uh, Original Sin, was not good. So I don't... (laughs) Yeah, so he's the guy in charge. So we'll see. It doesn't get me very excited for War of the Realms. Here's another book, War of the Realms Big Bed, looking to recruit Venom. And this is something Donny Cates ended up tweeting out like, hey, uh, me and uh, Ryan Stegman are going to be off the book. And I what? Off of Venom. Uh, but he ended up saying that it was they're going to take a little time off they're while this goes the on. Book, yes, this is tying into the actual book, which they won't be involved with. While this goes on, you'll see Cullen Bunn is going to be writing it. So they get to take a little break, which Donny Cates says he's using to plan something really big. But as Marvel's War of the Realms I sense event. a carnage event coming. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said on yeah. our uh, the Patreon news show. I ended up saying that it seems like maybe they're getting a carnage thing going on. It seems to be setting that up. As yeah. Marvel's War of the Realms event unfurls across Earth in April, the series Big Bad Malekith has set sights on what could be the ultimate weapon, the Venom symbiote. And I said, you better get Donny Kids getting that thing a little more than a dog. 
by then. <laughs> and April, April's Venom number 13, the Dark Elf comes recruiting, pulling Eddie Brock and the symbiote into this war. It'd be funny if Eddie's just walking the dog throughout the whole event. For this time, former Venom writer Cullen Bunn returns to the title to work with artist Ebon Coelho. Regular series creators Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegmo will return to the book following the tie-in. I'm guessing it's probably like three issues, like these other ones that are the non-deal. We'll see. But he did say, like I said, uh, he's using this time up, but he's also doing tons of books. I yeah. mean, they, you already said they even already mentioned Guardians you know, coming out stuff. Next week yeah, Guardians and... coming out and stuff like that. So he he's busy anyway. Uh, so we'll see. But then there you have Cullen Bunn, who also writes as Guardians of the Galaxy. That's already tying into the War of the Realms, doing the Venom. So again, that's there's tons of books, but maybe that's good that the there's a set number of writers. I don't know. I don't know how that goes or what <laughs> what I expect. And this will be. I, I mean, Spider Geddon was big. We we dealt with that we didn't deal with yeah. all of it we'll see how we, we deal with best. we'll see how we deal with war of the realms it, it's yeah. tough for well, a podcast know, at like least us. we were excited coming into spider geddon relatively yeah. speaking so we covered a you know the books with a little more anticipation yeah. i think going into this i i mean i'm i'm not feeling as hyped for it thor's not really yeah. my character and i'm like not Spider-Man i'm not grabbing is, onto the thor book is is killing me i'm having yeah. problems getting through each issue oh, yeah that i mean the that book itself has done no favors in helping build the yeah. anticipation yeah. for this one yeah and then the thing <laughs> is i was talking to a bunch of people and you have jason aaron's thor going into fresh start where people love that jane foster now again when it was happening people seemed to have lost their mind a little at first yeah. uh, but as it went on now people look back. I, you, I can't find anybody bad mouthing it anymore. No, it no, used no. to be. I remember it's when, hard. yeah, when when it was the whole thing with oh they're changing Cap and Thor. Just, and, uh... Yeah, people like, that have problems with you know yes. just the character being female exactly yeah I, I don't even i'm not even i'm not even going to count them in as anything i'm talking about people who read it and at one point it did seem like a lot of hate being thrown about the idea of it and i remember i i wasn't reading stuff then but i was listening to a bunch of podcasts that talked about a bunch of books and marvel included and i remember like the whole big argument just kept saying on all these listen it, it's not a person it's a mantle. It's a mantle. That's all I kept hearing. I like I heard more mantle than it was an old time Yankees game or something. <laughs> I'm like, all right, but uh, still, people who didn't like it at first did seem to just be against it being a woman, and then they whatever. But uh, I just I can't get into the store. There's too. M- it's funny that I can't get into Thor because there's too much Thor. It's not even the character though. It's that Thor speak. And, yeah, and I, I don't know. I just think the the stories for this fresh start relaunch have been just not up to par as to what yeah. he's done in the past well, with Thor, which is why a lot, a lot, it's just resting on its laurels. At well, this it's re- point, maybe resting to on that event. too. Plus, it seems as if like his Thor book, and then oh, hopefully, the, but this is what I think: his Thor book seems to be for just people who were reading all those eighty issues that he talked about, and I'm not one of them. I jumped in for yeah. fresh start. So this War of the Realms to me it already already seems like unapproachable to me, being a newer reader. So I'll. I'll probably bail i mean if we're going to talk about it on the podcast we're probably only going to talk about the main books and then possibly well venom tie-in and, and stuff like that it's just it's tough it's tough to to follow especially people who are just sitting there you know spending money it's going to be so many issues. oh man i know it's going to be I so many the wallet price on that thing alone is getting hefty. yeah it's going to be yeah, crazy but 
That's the news. We're going to move into the books now. We're going to start. We have a number one, and we're going to start with that. Black Widow number one, and that is written by Jen and Sylvia Soska. They are the Soska sisters. They, they <laughs> okay. are they are a, a, a are they twin TV sisters. Like the no, they're sisters? they're movie writers. They're horror okay. movie writers. That Eric said. I that get that feeling after reading well, this book. Well, Eric, Eric said that they're nonsense. Is what he told me. Oh, he he uh, he told me that he doesn't like anything <laughs> they've done. So going into this, I was a little. But the art by Flaviano, uh, colors by Veronica Gandini, and letters by Joe, or VCs, Joe Caramagna. Now, the whole deal is since it's a number one, it's just going to give you the recap of the character. But I think that this is very important for this, especially for a fresh start, so people would know. But it's Natasha Romanoff is a Red Room trained ex KGB assassin, an ex agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and a sometimes Avenger. During the Secret Empire, she was murdered by an evil version of Steve Rogers, Captain America. The Red Room brought her back to life. Life is a clone with implanted memories. Natasha destroyed the Red Room and the remaining clones and now lives in the shadows as a dead woman, a ghost, a Black Widow. And I actually read a bunch of those uh, Black Widow issues when she uh-huh. came back, when we were doing the Marvel the Monday. The of suspense. Uh, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So I actually didn't know enough of that, but that's a pretty good, you know, recap to get you going. And then they have, it's weird though, you have that recap and then you get in and this is like a tale of two books yeah. or two stories because <laughs> <laughs> you have the first really half. Is. The first half, I'm reading the first half. The first time I cracked it open, I'm reading. I'm like, boy, this isn't so good. Like, yeah, this is really kind of generic. I wasn't even too keen on the art to no, start. No, no. And, well, and I had real trouble determining which Cap America well, was. Well, that was, was the problem because what this is, is a New Year's Eve in New York City. You have Black Widow who, again, she can't be seen. She's supposed to be dead. She's a spy. And, and Cap even makes fun of that. Cap shows up for this party. I'm like, I guess he's just coming dressed up as Cap. There he is. Yeah. He's dressed up. People he goes harassing in. him Yeah, on people the way harassing in. him. So you're getting that secret empire a little stuff. Love too. It's kind of mixed. Yeah, so it's, I still love you, Cap. Shut up, you fascist. You're going back and forth with that. So when you go, they go in, and basically Steve gets a hold. He's got the earpiece with, with Black Widow. And they're there, and there is a a doppelganger Cap, a guy who's pretending he's Cap also. But th- this whole setup in the story, it just doesn't add up that much, that they just show up here, Whoa. they're there, they Very go to weird. find... There's like, oh, we, we have a report that there's a robot, uh, you know, army in this, and it, it just yeah, goes it, into... It, me- it feels like just a random action scene to introduce all the maybe possible characters or get I, you a I feel actually, for what Natasha's doing yeah, in the To story. me, I got the idea that all this was was to show you that Natasha was killed by Steve, an evil version of Steve, yeah. but they still work together and still like each other. That's all I could get from this, because you end up where at one point the cap just walks into this dinner party again everybody's dressed up and these two caps are just caps they're just dressed in their outfit yeah the the guy's there and he's he's talking to these people he's like democracy must be destroyed i'm like and even captain america comes in steve's like really you think that i would say this crap especially after all the trouble that i went through and they end up fighting but then you don't see who's who and who gets away whatever in the meantime black widow yeah, it's of very finds, fuzzy. I had a hard is. time. Black Later Widow on, finds it feels these like guys. Just the art a bit, and the guy gets headphones. Almost yeah, that's yeah, the bad cap. Yeah. If you and notice. They, he didn't have it but before. They, I don't know where he gets them. I don't yeah. know what purpose they serve. Yeah. So with this, uh, you end up having Natasha find this one, you know, floor where they have this big robot bomb. They have these things that are going on. She ends up 
you know, kill, you know, not killing because Steve keeps yelling, we don't kill, we don't kill, ends up going in. The, the best scene of this they first part. Him out. Yeah, the best thing in, in this first part, I thought, was Steve Cap comes in. And it's like, hey, uh, Black Widow, what's going on? Now, also, they have to make him with this leering smile. He's like, yeah. hey, uh, you know, what's going on? And you see Black Widow, and she's like, hey, uh, which was it? That, that person who was trying to be you, was it plastic surgery? Was it a robot? And he's like, no, no, probably surgery. It was a guy. And then Black Widow's like, you know what they always get? They do the plastic surgery. They always get the broken nose slightly. And she ends up breaking this because it's it's <laughs> not yeah, cap. It's not, nose, she elbows yeah. him in the nose. They start fighting. Uh, they're going to blow up this whole you know building, and they end up stopping it. And yeah, they're basically, basically, that's basically it. kill everybody there for the Times Square bomb. Yeah, yeah. There for the Times Square ball being dropped. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's not much of a loss. Those people are all Cretans. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I think Reggie goes to them. But, yeah, do you have this whole deal? And they stop it. And and at the end. Where's he pee? That's my yeah. question. Well, the, I don't them. know. You're in your pants. That You wear those Depends <laughs> undergarments. Yeah, but right, you, well, then I'll go. And I'm also, I think the other thing, I think that this sets up that Cap will be involved with her in this book at points. And I also think it sets up that Cap is there to be like, hey, you can't kill anybody. We'll see if that continues on because yeah. then you go uh, to the next half of the story one. and now it picks up and now it's really good in my yeah. mind it, it when almost she goes to uh, madripoor yeah madripoor when she goes to madripoor it becomes and we'll have a mail that even says it like it becomes almost like a black widow as wolverine yeah. issue and it's really well, that, cool that's, that's kind of the shout out too because she's in his wolverine patch costume yeah it's his, uh, it's his costume he needs to wear is like his madripoor disguise yeah, so she goes sword. there and i like the progression there where she says I, I can't just stand around i'm in the united states that's boring i need to go somewhere where i can really cut loose and just beat the crap out of anybody i come across and eh, madripoor dressed as wolverine yeah, it's almost like in the narration's giving you hints like she needs this oh yeah she, she like needs it she says she does her. and she even yeah. says that she dressed as Wolverine to cause trouble. Yeah, she's like, I, I want herself. people yeah. to see me. And she even says, you, you imagine report you have the, the upper district and the lower. The lower you have, you know, the fighting crime. And the, Let's go to the lower and kick some butt. And she does go there. Immediately, people see her and like, you know, how dare you show up dressed as that? She starts fighting, which then leads her right to uh, the the lady in charge. Tiger, Tiger? Is yeah, that Tiger, name? Tiger. And uh, yeah, she's like, yep, she's the girl in charge. It's Jason Cohen or Hohen. I, I can't see him. My yeah. digital deal. She's I'll like, she's that. the one who's in charge. So she goes there. She's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, by the way, you're here. Uh, we have a problem. We have this yeah. uh, no restraints kids. play snuff film website that we want to shut down. And what is going on is, and this Solely is one of those. And this is like the thing. <laughs> this is a mature yeah. book in the way that, yeah, they're talking about killing and raping kids. It, there, yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts like the about the can basically do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, they do whatever kid. they want and get to do their, you know, fantasies and, and really awful things. So what the Soska sisters are setting up, and I think doing a really good job at... Yeah, often have times where you have villains. It, this was the old thing in video games. You'd always have Nazis. You'd always yeah. shoot Nazis because Nazis are 100% bad. You're, you're going to go. In, in comics, a lot of times, you're going to be there. Wolfenstein, you all end of that. up so, and you're in Mar Marjapur, and you might 
get the idea that nowadays people are like, well, you know, Black Widow can't just go into this sovereign country and decide to do... No, no, no. They are making it so, so over-the-top bad that the other point will be around the way is what was set up with Steve is, will she kill these people? Because I'm telling you, they deserve it. They deserve to be killed, every every single one of of them. So will this be the idea of her going forward where even when she knows and wants and and these people should die will she not exactly kill them will she take them to justice that sort of thing now also is that thing in the background as well set up at the beginning is she really can't show people that she she wants to remain quote-unquote dead she was killed so she wants to be that that sets up a lot of things for her to be able to do uh so i i i'm telling you when they were like oh yeah these they they get girls and i'm like boy this is going dark but it's it's not it's not pushed (laughs) over the top though it made me like it either though no i I like the darker tone to the book that uh, that helps but just the second half of the story picked the up. Second the second half of the story is really, and, really good. You know, the, the one, my one kind of weird complaint is that I do like the art in the book, but I don't think it suits kind of the nature well, and tone of the story. It kind of is really. a cartoony looking art at points, yeah. especially the guy at the end. But it makes well, the me laugh. I was just going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks very cartoony. Cartoon. Yeah, he does. Uh, and maybe they'll play with that. Maybe they'll play around with the idea. Now, also, you have, you know, you'll have Natasha like grab whiskey and chug it down and yeah. things like that oh, so when it, she gets the news it's kids yeah she goes yeah straight yeah, to the yeah, bottle. yeah she goes right to the bottle but i'll tell you with this this whole idea of the kids and whatever it's not mature graphically like no, you're being no, no. told this you just see it. yeah and so i actually thought for and we're, we're going to talk about the next book is a newer writer as well these are just ladies who write you know movies and things yeah, i looked up their imdb i don't know anything they've done yeah, they, and, they and work, so <laughs> yeah well and so with that though I think they avoid a lot of problems that new writers who jump on books always, you know, seem, especially at DC. Yeah, One of them being the over yakety yak. A yeah. lot of times when new writers jump in, they don't get the concept of, you know, let the art do some of the work and things like that. I, I think they do a really, really good job. And but I'll even tell you, have, like doing their homework, they have call yeah. outs in the issues yep. about previous yeah, stories yeah. it connects to, and, and the con- continuity is really tight about. Well, you know everything Natasha's been through. Yeah. It's even yeah. lines up perfectly with kind of where we are in the Marvel universe currently with Cap status and all that. Well, so. and, and when you when you get a chance because you, maybe you didn't. If you, they have a letter at the end, the readers. Oh yeah, I didn't it, read if that. you read that letter. If they're faking the funk, they're doing a good job of kind of making it seem that Black Widow is a character that they love and have, you know, kept up with and things like that because that's what they talk about. And maybe you're going to get the thing. This is why I really uh, fell in love with Kyle Higgins and his Nightwing because it was way back when he was on Fat Man with Batman with Kevin Smith. And he Mm -hmm. talked about when he got Nightwing in the New 52, it was because he went to DC begging to do that because it's his favorite character of all time. And when you get that, you know, a lot of these people will tell you, oh, you know, I'm on Superman, so Superman's my favorite character. But we know that's not the case. When you do get 
a, a writer or writers on a character that they do truly love and maybe even sat there, you know, just sitting around at points going, man, if I was doing Black Widow, I'd do this. It's like Eric Shea sits there with this Firestorm nonsense. <laughs> yeah, if I did Firestorm, but I like that. I actually really like when somebody gets to do and And I'm telling you, by the end of this, I was very excited because it does. Number one, like you said, it seems like they get the character. Number two, it seems like they are aware of what's going on in the grand scheme of the Marvel Universe. And that seems like that should be a given. Believe me, it's not. Yeah, there no. are there Especially are long time writers on the other side of the, oh, the, the ocean there with DC. <laughs> they they just do their own thing. It's a free and, for all over there. <laughs> yeah, and and number three, I think they really do like this character and are really excited to be doing this book. So we'll see. We'll see how it sells. And you know, sometimes these type of books don't sell well. Yeah, I and like I'm it. I'm not even sure if it's mini or ongoing status. It's, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a five issue mini is okay. what they say. But maybe it'll sell enough. Yeah, to I mean, I like it. Go. I, I, I would. I really liked it. Yeah, Yeah, I really, really liked it. Now, I'll tell you, tonight, there are two of the three books I really enjoy. And and I was going to say at the beginning as well, uh, the idea that this... This podcast, we're only talking three books tonight, but it is the typical. This is what I actually envision the weekend edition to be. Yeah, more of the random grab It's the bag random book. books yeah. that usually we wouldn't talk about, plus mail and stuff like that. So I, I really enjoyed it. I was shocked how much I liked this book when I finally went, and I reviewed it on the site as well. And I thought I was a little jokey, too. I thought I was telling some good jokes. In, in my, <laughs> uh, just, I told this to Eric, and he, he didn't like it, but I said at the beginning cap shows up at the party all dressed up and no one to blow up and you get it, you get it. <laughs> i thought i was i was so happy with that and he, he didn't like it and then i i tweeted it I, I i gave it a nine out of ten i'll let you know and that is telling that that second part is almost near perfect to me yeah it's That's really second, good yeah, it is yeah so i mean you could almost say if i gave whatever but it's mostly the back end of it that is most of the score uh, but I did tweet it to the Soska sisters, and they only liked it. They didn't retweet uh, it. It really, it really upset me. I was like, really, yeah, really, a like. A like is basically, like in both. my mind, on Twitter, you like something, uh, you friend zoned my damn tweet, yeah. is what you, you did. You just don't want other people I'm to in the really friend zone. notice yeah. that you like something. That's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, yeah. thanks a lot, but I don't want to be associated with yeah. you. I don't want it on my timeline. I'll call you at 3 a.m. <laughs> Is what I'll do, and then we could talk, uh, you know, tweets. Yeah, it got friend zoned. Yeah. I was so upset. What I would like, you give it? it I'm going to give it an eight. Um, I really like the story. You know, the first half starts a little slow, kind of builds the character up, lets you know what she's been through, but the yeah. second half definitely ramps it up, like we said, and in, in the location and then who she's going after kind of yeah. contributes to all the the scene and everything. So I'm, I'm really a fan of it. I can't wait for issue two, to be honest. Yeah, I, I yeah, I am too. I, I even like the way that she goes to Marjorie and she's there, and it is—it's a cesspool. I mean, yeah. she's going to places. It's a cesspool, but yet the Soska sisters managed to make it even worse. Yeah, like she—she she went there to find trouble, just not this trouble. I this know. not enough. Yeah. So yeah, and I love the Wolverine callback, the yep. patch call yeah, out. Yeah, it's all awesome. That. It was great. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I cannot recommend this enough to anybody who has been reading some books and they just want to jump on something uh, quick and easy throughout, and hopefully it'll maintain you know the quality the yeah. next book 
is a book that I got a lot of uh, crap about in the first issue. But it's funny, too, because it did end up almost like the DC podcast that I do with Eric. Me and you both didn't like this issue, and yet (laughs) I'm the one who got the crap. It's always me. I got the target. Uh, It is Ironheart. We're going to be talking about Ironheart number two now, and I'm getting to the credits page. It's written by Eve Ewing, art by Luciano Vecchio, layouts by Jeffo, and colors by Matt Miller and VCs Clayton Kells on letters Giaffo. and production. Giaffo. Uh While splitting her time between Chicago and her lab at MIT, Riri thwarted a terrorist attack by the villain Clash, who seemed to be auditioning for a mysterious organization called the Ten Rings. Clash saw himself in Riri and passed his Ten Rings token onto her. But what does it mean? Now you have that recap there. Why? Because we don't find out anything of that in this issue. And I I think that the problem with this issue, there's a couple problems. I think the pacing is off. I do think that there are jumps in storytelling that were very odd. I mean, basically, we ended the last issue with the AI Natalie showing up. Oh, Natalie. Oh, Nat. Here it's just like it that what happened because now she's just full out the AI. There was yeah. never a progression of oh my god, here you are and yeah, what happened and let's the do this. Not till the last panel. Yes, the last panel. And so when you read this issue, first off in my mind, it feels like you've missed two issues. The other thing is it did seem to be delayed a little because I wanted to go back and find the first issue and I have all my stuff, you know, listed by date. I had to go back by and I'm like, boy, yeah, it's it was thought, more yeah. More than a month, so I wonder it was if it was that this December nonsense. It might have been. It, it, it made it, it. It just felt weird that you had this gap, and then you get into this issue. And I swear that there's a lot of things in this issue where it felt like you missed something. Yeah. Also, you had. Well, this- I, I think the a big thing too is like I I want to like Riri as a character, and the the yeah. writer doesn't give you many reasons. No, it's not to. not it, it, Riri. She's not. That, well, the focus isn't on her, really. It's on her, but it's more on her reacting to other things. I would like to have, like, already in two issues, I already think that there's too much on the plate here. There's yeah. there's weird things that are brought up and then kind of dismissed later. Uh, this things whole like lab that. thing is annoying, too. Yeah, and that, I, said, I said in my in review, it's already tiresome. That you, yeah. We've already had this. We already it's going it. to happen a third time, too. Oh, you it, know it's it just going to keep on happening. Uh, but you start out with a a flashback to when she first went to high school where she's, you know, it's the, it's the typical deal. She's a little girl. She's smarter than everyone. And that's another thing that I love about her. Uh, but she went to high school and there she is. She should be in like seventh grade. She's in yeah. high school. She's having problems. Uh, the kids are kind of, oh, look at that little girl. She can't get into her locker. It, it's things that I like. This is very well done because Riri, she could make a spaceship, but yet she's having problems with her locker. And it's yeah. more, and, and you even see where she's like, well, I understand how a lock works. Why isn't this working? And you have this girl, Deja, come by and say, no, 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 somebody stuck gum in it. And they're kind of jerks. Here, I'll take it down to security. We'll get your, you know, the lock open, whatnot. And uh, I like that. But that's yeah, it was it's, not a bad That's scene the overall, best part. But... I thought that was the best part because yeah, you get Reary. Uh, you know, you see that at one point she wasn't as confident as you would have thought she was. She was just a little girl. It puts her in that light, which makes it even now even better. But then you just switch off to an extended scene where – Or a store robbery. Yeah, where there's a store. And that's the thing is the weird thing about this is is 
this isn't really a robbery. And Eve Ewing kind of gets a weird deal because this is more of a shakedown because yeah. the guy says, I sent a payment last week. I don't know what you want. The guy's like, we own you. If we want more money, you give it. Why are they covering their faces then? They, they are there They're as a known. shakedown. And in <laughs> fact, if he's already sent the money, you don't have to go there with guns. He knows what you can do. It's yeah. just weird. And then you have the yeah, old like, guy come out. You're not going to get any more money out of this no. guy if you start and even if you did, yeah, you just go there and like, hey, we want more money. What do you mean? I gave it. I know that it visually yeah, you kind of have to make up, it. Buddy. Yeah, it, it just seems like it's caught between a robbery and a shakedown. It's a it's a very minor deal, but it just continues with what happens in this book. It all seems a little off to me. You know, yeah. Rary shows up. Well, she's and, attacking. And you still have things to address from last issue. And then we just get thrown into uh, it's going to lead yeah. to this PTSD and this is, triggering this of This deal, though, is very, very extended as well. And, yeah, it's the PTSD triggering of when people were hurt and things like that. But also included Natalie in that, which was now the AI that's there that we didn't really set up from last issue's cliffhanger. But, yeah, she's there and she's like, you know, nobody's going to do this. She ends up coming up with the idea of almost like Jimmy Olsen's Superman watch. You know, I should get something, a transponder deal. You press it when you're in trouble. But even this guy's like, we should have given them the money because then they're going to come back. But then they're cheering. Then these guys are out in the car. Now it's drive-through or drive-by shooting. They're going to keep shooting now. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't understand. Then she kind of blasts them but what happens to them? Because they know. all one a couple of them they seem disappear. like they should the die. Upside down. They I don't know disappear. Where she just flies up, then realizes through Natalie, the AI, that her you know booster Suits. rockets and the suit Bunk, yeah. are are gone bad. But they weren't at first. All of a sudden, she just says it, no, and they start fire. Uh, they start spitting out. Now, seeing her take the subway, hilarious. Yeah, That's that good. Fun. That's good. Now, the other thing that Eve Ewing seems to want to really do is to push the joke of, hey, Iron Chick. No, no, it's Iron Heart. Okay. Nobody knows her name. Iron Gal. No, no, it's Ironheart. There's a heart here. You see, yeah, don't and you it, see the heart on my mask. Yeah, that, I, I never did until somebody pointed yeah, it out that, to me either. So, it's yeah. it's <laughs> getting it's getting old, and it's getting old then too because then she goes back to MIT, and you have Alchemex there, and they're going through her things, and you know, hey, you can't do this. Yes, we can. We do everything again. It's school it, property. Just, and and it is kind of like the roundabout deal that always makes me laugh is that you do have problems where people will be working at an MIT and. They'll develop something, and MIT owns it. MIT owns it because they're there. I just wonder if that's what it's getting towards. But if we are getting towards her leaving MIT because she's mad at this – just leave then. I Please know. don't it extend with. it. Just call Tony yeah, I, Stark. I feel like they had a good opportunity to kind of play with like this guy is a Mr. Belding character and he, they, yeah. they totally missed the boat. Now he's just a jerk and it's yeah. no fun to, and, and, to see And him. he's just there to have an open door policy for whoever yeah. wants to come in. And yeah, you don't get any humor from it. You don't get anything from it. And basically, by the end of this, when they leave, Natalie says, don't worry. If it makes you feel better, I deleted all their stuff. Any picture they took, I deleted. And again, I'm like, what can you do, Natalie? I I don't know because of this. It's (laughs) like, there it is now. And and this, you don't settle down at all because then all of a sudden you see from the news that a girl – Deja, from the beginning, from five years ago when she went to school, is gone missing. missing. Yeah. And this is where which, which I... Which feels like the whole point for that flashback. Yeah, now, that's the all one it was, was to show that she was cool. <laughs> and, and, and with that, 
to me, I thought that there was a little bit of a problem here because later you they really want to start pushing a political thing where nobody's reporting on Deja being missing or whatever. Well, here is Riri in Boston finding out about somebody missing in Chicago. Obviously, people are reporting it. There are something out. Now, again, this is them on the Internet. They're doing that. But – they are reporting this, or she yeah. have, she wouldn't know. She wouldn't so, know. Yeah. So you're it playing both. Be on the internet. No, you're you're playing both sides of this at, at this point. Now she goes off then, and that's where she goes. Now, do you remember her boy? It's not even her boyfriend. Her yeah. friend's name. Do you just remember her, her friend's door name? Neighbor, right? It's just a childhood friend yeah. that her mom. Their moms know each other. But do you remember his name? Because no, they I don't. don't. It's Xavier. They don't say it here. She had. This is where she has problems because you you get this guy who she she just talked to him last issue as if yeah. she hadn't talked to him in a long time. Now he's just hanging out at their house when she comes home. They're talking. It's a nice enough scene. I don't think anybody know him enough. You should have at least like, hey Xavier, say it three times. Say it enough yeah. to annoy us just so we know the name. Or, or you got to introduce him like as he comes over and he walks to the door she yeah. opens the door it's, and the oh, mom, hey, mom could even say hey yeah. xavier's here go in there you go um because deja's missing he's like oh man you know that that's i heard something then you see this guy they even blow an opportunity uh, in the panel where the mom comes in the room you yep. too want some pop it's yeah like, yeah no like xavier, yeah, uh, just come in oh xavier i didn't know you were here <laughs> no no so they're there they, they see a commercial for this governor, uh, Thomas Birch running for governor, yeah. that somehow amazingly turns into that Deja, who's missing, was working for her as yeah. a part-time for the council. Just yeah, and the mom's just there with, hey, you know, I talked to Deja's mom the other day, and when I'm like, really? like, it. Boy, this thing is, there's a, a just a plethora of conveniences It's like a Patriots on. playoff game, just all yeah, the really. in the world. It's, it's all happened. the refs are sitting there just throwing these out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? You don't, okay, here you go. It's but like yeah. challenge, what well, we know yeah, what's yeah, really. So then it leads to that so okay she has a direction to go and look into this so she goes off and now we're going to deal with kids stealing cell phones which amazingly ties into all this anyway yeah because she goes and these kids are stealing this this guy who also this guy's like a man in black guy i don't trust him he actually looks exactly like the guys from alchemax who were in the lab yeah he looks like the guy from the matrix yeah i'm like there he is he's yeah so he's like he's like (laughs) that would be hilarious they go she chases down the one kid has uh the phone running she chases down they hand it off slides it to another kid and even that She's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, you're kid- what, what do you mean you're kidding? You don't even know what's going on. She chases it down, ends up seeing that it's a little kid. Then all of a sudden, these robot guys show up that seem to be a part of the circle that she ended up getting that thing from the beginning, and everything's going and spinning in my head. It, yeah. it really is. I, it, I, it, I have no idea what's really going on then here. Then they Either disappear. Just they flame on. Together. They yeah. flame on and just burn they up. Flame teleportion. Yeah. I don't know. And she she ends up taking to the the phone to this the guy, gives back. it to him. The guy seems to be a jerk. I don't know. Riri's yeah, kind of like I whatever. Didn't get this exchange either. No, he's like yeah, whatever. I don't even care. And she's like, well, you're welcome. <laughs> Walks away <laughs> and then sees a missing poster of Deja again. 
They are but doing something. Her. Yeah, they are <laughs> doing something to get it. But yeah, it just ends up where she's like, huh, there's kids stealing phones, but maybe they're also stealing people. Then you go to elsewhere in the city where there's an empty warehouse and you see kids. these kids, the phone kids, and then you see Deja laying there looking like me after a Thanksgiving dinner. I don't yeah. even get what she's I'm doing. I'm going to be a jerk here. She she can't be a phone kid. She can't run fast no, enough. No, she I doesn't. <laughs> she looks like – is she supposed to be hurt? Is she supposed I to be sleeping? She was just disobeying and they yeah, got Yeah, well, her that's what away. those would be punished, and I don't know what's going on here. I, I just, I have no I idea like the direction. This is all over the place. I love Riri. It's not I don't even, even recognize on Riri, really. No. Uh, like the middle part when she goes to school is, but everything else is about somebody else and focused on something else. And... That's what I said. She's more of the reactions around her that are, di- yeah. but we're not getting, like She's the last the issue. Of everyone else's the last issue I thought we had too much techno jargon where it's like, I'm going to do that. But, 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 well, a lot of people seem to like that, but that's, completely abandoned yeah, that, in this that's issue gone here too. Yeah, and now it's, it's not my just, problem with this yeah, issue. It, it just why are we two issues in and i have no idea which direction this book is heading yeah. and like i said this I natalie really part just happened yeah i don't either still. yeah i i don't i i hate to say it i i'm gonna keep reading it for now I don't see this book lasting that long. Uh, the way this is going, it's just at the most. It's just we'll make not it great. And I gave it a five eight, and I like the art. I think the yeah, art is I do really too. I good. I think it's a good pair for the, yeah, the yeah. type of story she wants oh, yeah. to tell. But I, I think her story is just kind of a mess right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. I, you need to. I wish that the first two issues just had one thing going on. You know, right now we have the circle where you had Clash give her that ring, the ten rings. You have. What? You have the MIT thing going on. You still, yeah. and then you have Deja missing. You have we were, we were actually kind of looking forward to this. Um, what's her AI's name? Victoria Natalie. Uh, con- con- uh, contributing to yeah. the story. Yeah. But, yeah. And even in this, it's so sporadic when she chimes in and, and she doesn't even really do anything. She snapped no. her out of like that daze. No, she the, was the only the thing, and, and then the only the thing then, help her. and the setup is where there is obviously. A hologram in the lab, and the one guy goes, "What is this? Another girl genius?" He's like, "It's a hologram. You can't see that." <laughs> and then they're like, "That's not an it. It's a her. It's the neuro autonomous technical assistant and laboratory intelligence entity, Natalie." I'm like, really? Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, really set this up. Victoria for yeah, some yeah. reason. Yeah, I just said, she's a she, not an it, and she's okay. proprietary. No photos. I'm like, oh my god. There's Don't two, assume the AI's two, gender. There's two, there's two issues going on, and we have eight different threads going, and, yeah. and really... None of them are any Any interest. of them interesting to you, and no. the ones I wanted to see, I wanted to see her deal with Natalie. I would have liked to have seen her deal with, even if it was just this deja who, you know, is missing and her go to do that. But then you also have the gangbangers. That, that's still going because they went off. You know, they, they say, we're going to be back. This. So they'll probably yeah, be back. Yeah, she didn't back. send them. They disappeared. Then you have, you know, Xavier and that stuff. Then you have the circle. I just, whatever. Whatever. I, I just, 5-8, <laughs> uh, what do you give it? 
I'm going five five. It, like, the art is the most enjoyable I, I really thing like of the, the issue. Art. It just feels like I'm reading a very long book, and this was an average size title at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have it. anything to latch on to really that yeah, I enjoy. And it, it, I'm telling you, this is one of those where uh, it's a short leash for the podcast. Yeah. If the next yeah. issue is is not the good, same, that'll be the end. We'll we'll talk yeah. to three and go. But we're gonna do mail now. And if you want to email us and be part of the show, you can mail us at Weird Science. What is it? Weird Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com. Uh, yes, and uh, we will read anything, you know, negative, positive, or in between. The first one's from our man Dino. And I, I think Dino got upset that we said he bailed on us because uh, <laughs> he put in the in the subject line was bail on you guys never. But he says, hi, Jim and Brandon. I would never ditch you guys on the pull list of podcast. Yours is always the first read. I mean, listen, first shout out to last week's X23. It was absolutely gabulous. <laughs> I, I I do like Gabby. I'm so uh, I'm really hoping Gabby names the X Droid Alberta because back in the first uh, Logan Wolverine series, he went up against an android that looked like him named Albert. The main reason I waited to write you guys this week was to talk about the two Wolverine books, MCP Wolverine number one and yeah. Return of number four. To give you some background, the first Wolverine X Men book I ever read was 1988's Marvel Comics Presents Wolverine number one. So oh, I. Think- I was, Mine was number well, not the first comic I ever read. One of the first ones I ever had was uh, Marvel Comics Presents number I want to say eight or twelve. Really, Wolverine was leaping at Hulk. That yeah, it's, it's funny one. because I had no idea this Marvel Comics Presents was anything. And, yeah, and then I saw it's an it, old like, school and thing, I, yeah. I saw it. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Because to me, it seemed like something that was just going to be reprints of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, and then I got this email, then you told me. Uh, so I was really excited for this. That series number one to ten gives you the origin of Tiger Tiger. It sets <laughs> up the first cool. Logan Wolverine series where he goes by Patch. So much to my surprise, the best Wolverine book this week was... Black, Black Widow, Widow number one. <laughs> the Soska sisters did a good job, or great job, giving you all the feels of Madripoor and having Nat assumed dead, uh, taking on Patch's disguise. This was perfect. Neiman had Tiger Tiger in it. The story could have been straight out of the first Wolverine series, and that even continues on what we said that we were very impressed that that was yeah. a first book by these gals. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. That's like issues that happened two years ago. And here's the thing: like maybe, that. maybe somebody told them this. I I mean, yeah. maybe, and whoever did, give them a pat on the back, or too. Or maybe they're a little like Eric Shea, and they've been reading comic books their whole yeah, lives. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, right? <laughs> too bad the actual Wolverine books didn't live up to this book. What are your guys' thoughts on these books? Well, obviously, we're going to be talking about Marvel Comics Marvel Presents after this, and we already talked about the Black Widow, which I really liked, especially that second part. Now, yeah. we were kind of talking about for a second if we were going to talk about return of wolverine uh we are not because that book is as as you say hot garbage is what that is it really is it's not it's not good no it's it's not good i was so the the girl well well, i guess we know how wolverine ends up in space with loki we yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's basically about the only good thing that's come out of this series like this claw nonsense and all this stuff is just, I don't know, distractions, I guess. Charles Soule it came seems, up with the that's, VS, it no seems story. It's, it's no, nothing <laughs> with it. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And this girl he's been with for four issues, it's all for nothing because she's just a zombie controlled yep. by someone in space. So, yeah, so you there know. you go. Thanks I for don't have much to say about it. It's not a good book. I'm yeah. so disappointed by yeah, it. Yeah, that's I do why. Like this one that's why we didn't talk about it. It's about. funny that we uh, we ended up talking about Ironheart and not that. But, uh, yeah. that but I like Ironheart better. I'll be totally yeah, honest than yeah, Return I'm of Wolverine. Probably, I think uh, <laughs> of all the books that I've read since we started this, I think Return of Wolverine is probably the worst, and that includes yeah. Uncanny X Men, yeah, which we I don't think like. So too. Yeah, Return of Wolverine is worse than Uncanny. Yeah, right it now I, I got put into a Twitter group, which I really I like. Were, I are you in on that, that as once well? In a while. Yeah, are I you? check on it for the Marvel web uh, Twitter when yeah, I get on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they they it's an X Men group, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't know how I ever got tagged into getting in on this. I don't know. It was one of those things that you didn't even have to accept to be in. I just oh. was put in. So I've been talking to some people. I don't talk a lot because these people are talking hardcore all day. Yeah. yeah they, all day hardcore x-men stuff so i'm just sitting there and i'll tell you a lot of them seem to like that uncanny i know that they really seem to enjoy it so i'm like maybe i'm just a dummy yeah. i don't know but they maybe, like it uh, just x-men fans getting some of the classic characters on pages yeah, yeah, again yeah. Yeah. together well with it seems like they're all looking at, and a dummy made did you 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 wouldn't have seen my one time i talk right where i'm like hey no, guys anybody that. think that the end of this was like space jam no comments <laughs> they, they ignored me i'm like yep I'm, I'm there with eric too we're at work and i put that and i'm like all right i'm waiting and i'm like oh i should have uh, here's the thing is that like you said they talk every minute of every day yeah. that space jam comment seemed to stop everybody oh, for no. an hour <laughs> they all walked away and I, i'm just sitting there i'm just sitting there i'm like Really? Like that was that bad that comment? You were getting downvoted and then I, right and then out of the I, Oh my god! And then I just I continued on. Then I'm like, okay, no, I, let's get this start. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of excited after that end, but I was disappointed with the series as a whole. And then they all said they didn't even re- reference me for that. They just went on with themselves. I was oh, like, really? Geez. Like I'm the worst. I'm at a party. I've never get invited to parties. I get invited to one party and then I say one thing and the record scratches, the music stops, and they all look at me. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Uh, you do a party here, you'd walk in, you'd be like, how about those Patriots? And yeah, we'd all how about, how about those cats, baby? <laughs> and I'm like, why, right? And I just yell. Uh, but yes, uh, Dino says, thanks for listening, and thank you for listening, uh, Dino, from Bellingham, yeah, Washington. Always. He says, P.S., I emailed the letters page Rex 23, so fingers crossed, maybe right. Marble will print it. And uh, if they do, Dino, I will be extremely upset because I did as well i actually emailed them we'll for get some that double duty It'd be there great. The if me and dino are both in the and i actually did it a couple issues back and they haven't had letters page since and uh i i keep looking when it comes out i look i'm like i gotta get in on this i gotta tap but mine was just like i love gabby i love gabby that's all I, they probably won't print mine uh but we'll see but the next email is from leonard leonard says hey jim and brandon sometimes aaron who has a better attendance record? Aaron on the podcast or Eric Shea at work? <laughs> well, here's the thing. We, we set up this weekend deal to sound a little different. So Aaron's on the Wednesday show. He just hasn't been a couple times. So I would say yeah. Eric's work shift is the ease off. Vacation and a time difference are yeah, well, sometimes you, you think here. The... We ended up having off. So we only had that first week of January. We only had three days to go in. And since then, and Eric's still has missed five days so far 
this year. And, uh, yeah, it's not good. Of course, I'm only having and, and fun here. And the only come this week. Yeah, right? really. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing to do with that. He uh, ended up at one point, he'll, he'll kill me. He doesn't listen to this, so he'll never know. Yeah. He ended up reaching over to either get his remote or his phone off of the couch and pulled his groin. <laughs> That's how bad his shape he's in. He missed work because he was reaching over his couch. Of course, I'm only having fun here. I'd much rather hear the dulcet tones of double A than Brandon and Jim's jerk-off voices. Oh, my. I, I think that me and you have very similar voices. He right? must be a Weapon H fan. That is true. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we found the two of them. Yeah. I'm only kidding. You guys are all great, and I love listening to the podcast while I muddle through my work day. Feels like I have my best buds there with me to get me through my shift instead of the jerks I actually do work with. Yeah. I know how that is. Want to let you know we I started reading Marvel is. books because I trust uh, the trust I have in you guys. I've canceled several DC books and picked up more Marvel titles. I started with Cosmic Ghost Rider. Now I'm reading as Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Friendly Neighborhood, Spider-Man, Venom, Conan the Barbarian. Just to name a few. And uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, I love. As Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, I'll tell you, for everybody reading it, tell me if if I'm not wrong here. I like it. I actually like it. You have Kid Loki in that one. I I like the kid versions of characters. (laughs) The problem I have with As Guardians of the Galaxy is... I guess I don't know the characters well enough that yeah. every issue I go to next, I can never remember what happened the, before. Well, I cannot remember because I don't have a I was, basis I to grab the say, characters. I can't remember their names. Well, I, I like, can't well, remember that, their names either. Guardian names. Those are yeah. tough to remember. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's just that because I don't know the characters as well as some other books, when I get to the next issue. I really have problems remembering exactly what happened. So when I get it, it's not like it's delayed or anything, but it's the one book that when I go, like I'm reading issue four, I actually have to read three again, or at least page through it to see to get to four. But then I like it again. I actually like this last issue. I'm I'm planning on reviewing it tomorrow. It's the one that came out this week. But I I don't know that you would want to go back. You you aren't reading it, so I I wouldn't force you to read all those. I tried to read issue one, and I was just like, it's slow. You have to get into it. Yeah, Yeah. I have a big problem when I open an issue if it's not characters I haven't. That's what I'm saying. This is the problem with it. I don't really have a lot of attachment with these characters, so it's kind of making me have some problems with it. But I am enjoying it, so I'd like to hear what Leonard thinks of it as well. But all the other ones that he's reading are solid books. After hearing this week's Wednesday episode, I'm. Probably picking up Amazing Spider-Man and Invaders. I love that Invaders. Sometimes yeah. Chips Zdarsky. He yeah. might be my man now. And me and you weren't big fans, but boy, no. I I really like well, that. Like, like my theory might hold some water that I, I like him on yeah. the serious books better. Like, I just don't think I mesh with his humor well. Sonia, I I will I will admit that I struggled to not give that a ten out of ten. Once yeah. I saw that whole thing going I mean, on I, with I, I Tommy, with I ended up and I just – there was like a couple little progression things and I didn't want to be you know, some butt kisser and just give 10 out of 10 and throw it out there. Plus, I have a feeling that for some reason that would have caused people to throw shade at me in the Slack chat. I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, there he is over yeah. at the Marvel. After you're just Mr. Positive. for not being positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be like, oh, there he is over there, positive. Right. So <laughs> my point is that you guys provide an important perspective and that's an honest one. And I'll tell you, that Amazing Spider-Man, I, I actually did like the J. Jonah Jameson yeah, one. I thought that, that was good. Yeah, me, yeah I did. Yeah. I know you'll never fake the funk, even if some classless writer throws a hissy fit about bad reviews. You'll keep <laughs> fighting the good fight. Do you like Triumph? Ah, yes, Triumph. Man, that really chapped my butt. I can't say the A word there, but yes, I do like Triumph. But yeah, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Rob Williams was throwing a lot of shade at us, but that's DC talk. They, he yeah. doesn't hate the Marvel podcast because oh. he doesn't know yeah, it. Anyway. He doesn't do anything over. here. So, hey, yeah. whatever. And when he does, I'll, I'll hate him then. A few quick thoughts on a couple books I am enjoying. Conan the Barbarian is amazing. Not sure about the upcoming crossover, but I'll try to just have fun with his appearance in Avengers. Jason Aaron is a perfect voice for these characters, and Esrar sets the tone with his gritty art style. At the writer's recommendation, I read the short story Beyond the Black River prior to reading this issue and it definitely enhanced the uh, emotional involvement with this story now we're not talking about conan tonight and i said i i like that first issue i haven't read the second issue yet i and, started uh, to i didn't finish it yet and I, so, I, I enjoyed it enough it just doesn't feel like it's part of this whole deal yeah, right? I, it's not a marvel comics and conan it's such a weird combination yeah, to me yeah. still yeah, like it, it just is. hasn't sunk in, I guess. And it's almost like, you know, you're not going to hear us talk about Star Wars when in right. that. And again, you're not going to have, you know, Han Solo in the Avengers book, which you'll have Conan in that as well. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes on. The Black Order is underrated, in my opinion. Each issue from the viewpoint of a different member of the team is something I like a lot, and I can't wait for Ebony Maul's turn. And that's what it does jump back and forth between, or it that's goes through the, it, it goes through each of the members. That slide. Ball, where the mini gets it right is making the villains likable enough, but reminding the reader throughout that these are not good guys. And yeah, they're not. It's completely succeeded in so far in making me buy that these villains are actual th- uh, thought out characters, not just Thanos' cool generals from the movie. Uncanny was a waste of money, enough said. Keep up the great work and thanks for all you do. And that is Leonard. Thank you, Leonard. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the Black I like Order people's, enough. I like when people feel free to give their brutally honest takes on the books they buy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of like, what we're we not try the only to do. Sometimes, yeah, but. I just I don't understand why people have podcasts and spend hours where they just come on and like, hey, what did you think? I thought it was great. Well, what yeah. did you like about it? Everything. I, yeah, I feel like that's how you can tell their fate when they don't have a good kind. Con- they no. have nothing really else to say about it other than they liked it and it was good. Yeah, or, and yeah, for the most part, I, 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 I hate the idea that people do a podcast and like, all right, we're going to talk about this book, this book, and this book. All right, let's start with that one. Hey, what do you think about it? I didn't read it. Oh, you, you didn't get the notes or something? <laughs> I mean, really, then what you do then, I don't know about you, but we're recording this. It's not exactly going up live. That's when you stop the recording and say, get your butt on it right now. Well, well, <laughs> Spend the next five minutes reading it right now, and then we'll get back. We're not talking about 100-page novels here. Yeah. These are 20-page comics. They take 15 minutes it. if you are if you're got a good one. You know yeah, what I'm that saying? And I, I said one of the things that I have said from the beginning with the DC podcast, that has been at points 12 hours long, which yep. is crazy. We haven't <laughs> And we haven't missed – a week in no, over three ever. years. Yeah. We, we only missed one week. It was the second week of the podcast because the computer crashed and it ended up deleting everything. Lost that was recording. it. So yeah. the second week. So you have that. And then you, I, I don't understand getting on like you're, you're going to do a podcast and then you get on and there's a lot of the, uh, yeah, well, we we talked enough about that. Uh, we got to – I don't understand. I yeah. don't understand that. I just I, – I've heard angry. ones with timers going in the background. When the timer goes yeah. off, they just add yeah, the egg timer. the book. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah I, there's a couple podcasts and I look, and there's a couple really popular ones. I look and it's like, hey, uh, we're going to talk about Conan the Barbarian. And then you look. They talked about it for 45 seconds. I ended up sending you notes. I'm like, yeah, check these time people out. Too. I'm like, like look well, at this time stamp. A minute and a half. Walt Gators next, and Walt Gators says, Hello, Jim and Eric. Whoop, crap, wrong podcast. Hello, Jim and Brandy. Did yep. you hear the DC one this week yet? 
Brandon. No, have you I haven't yet. No, well, I watched football all day today. Uh, I'll I tell had you, a two-hour shovel job when I woke up. Wrong turn. School. Wrong turn did the the bad butt roll call. Oh, and okay. uh, I'll have to send you. Well, I, once you listen, you'll hear. I had him say, you know, I, there's me, Brandy Murray, Brandon Murray. I'm like, really? Yeah, like right. everything that he gets you wrong. You brainwashed him because he's done my name too I know. many times. I end up afterwards, afterwards I play the raw footage of me trying to get him to say Brandy, and he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't go for that. He says, everybody in the great get fresh crew. Beep, boop. Wait, does that still apply over here? We said at the beginning, Eric wanted to be the Fresh Start crew over here. But Eric bailed, so the heck with him. I will admit, whenever I do write to you guys, I'm used to the DC crew and things to say and address. This change will take some time. Though not fan of change, still think the Slack app icon looks awful. It does. It throws me off. They updated it. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, and if you you don't know what we're talking about, I've mentioned Slack a couple times tonight. Uh, Anybody who goes on the Patreon account and, you know, kind of support us there at patreon.com slash weird science uh you get to go in the slack chat and talk to everybody who listens and it's pretty cool uh i'm not you know it's not like it's just me there you know dictating to everybody either it's going right now i'm sure they're talking about some nonsense going on a lot of football talk today with the playoff games uh this change will take some time he says uh currently at the airport waiting for a plane to come to head off to florida glad i'm missing the storm we're supposedly are getting we didn't get much here uh it's just cold right now i got like 18 20 inches something i i uh i went to go pick up ethan before we started uh recording tonight because we were going to record and then we were watching football see this is what you do people when you're going to record a podcast and you realize that you're going to end up watching a full football game you you do it afterwards then right so i said to you i have to pick up ethan so i go to pick him up it's like two degrees here i'm walking i'm wearing shorts i don't wear pants i don't even own pants so i'm walking into walmart with shorts this guy's outside He's like, hey, man, weird. You're wearing shorts. I'm like, yeah, weird not be- mind your own business. <laughs> I got so angry at this Should've guy. Like, I just left the gym, buddy. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say, I'm just here to pick up my kid. But I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. weird you mind your own business there. So I go in and I'm thinking, oh, no, now there's going to be a throwdown. So we, I get Ethan. I'm like, as I get Ethan, I'm like, by the way, when we go out, if a guy jumps me, I'm going to start fighting. So, you know, <laughs> you, you either go to the car or join in, whatever you want. Yeah. But the guy was gone. This We, chain, we got minus one over here. Yeah, it was pretty cold today. This change, uh, he says, I hope I wasn't only one excited for this week's X-Men issue. The series so far sucks, and now let's hope a change will occur now that we are past that 10-issue story. And it's funny because I it wish that they just ended this. Over. <laughs> I wish they just ended it, though, because it just picks up at 11. I know. And it's so odd. I, I really yeah. wish well, that there was I, a I clean cut. I read some article on uh, Bleeding Cool, you know, not the greatest source yeah, in the world, yeah. but like Marvel pulling a bunch of sales tricks, too, to try to increase this leaven. Yeah. Because orders weren't as high as they wanted. I, I would think they wouldn't. Why not? I mean, the the biggest trick in the book is start again with the number oh, one. Yeah, and then yeah. you can throw an extra price tag. Nobody's really yeah. offended. Make it a, a double. One. Make it a double size deal. Yeah. Charge extra. I don't understand. Hopefully, don't it's the last we see of X Man for a long time. Even though <laughs> we have agree. that one, we have that one shot coming up. I'm sure he's going to be in it where I he had them that, disappear. Uh, guy with the helmet on, where our life feels. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm afraid yeah. of that too. Oh yeah, that 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 seems like it might be a little fun. Got yeah. tired of. Did you uh? You didn't happen to see Rob Liefeld and CM Punk get in a big battle, did you? 
That was oh. pretty good. Yeah, they were talking about uh, this new wrestling deal, and somebody made the uh, thing like, hey, this is like the Image Comics of wrestling. And then CM Punk got right on, and he's like, what? Everything's going to be delayed into a bunch of bullcrap? And then Rob Liefeld's like, oh, what the? And then, oh, yeah. and then don't make fun of his old oh, projects. Well, that's the hurt. thing too. And then CM Punk's like, oh, well, I guess what you're saying is you're going to have wrestlers who can't draw feet. And of course, <laughs> that's the you know that's the typical joke. CM and, Punk's done a few comics. Yeah, for Marvel. yes, he did Drax at one point. I really liked actually uh, back in the you know when we were doing the Marvel uh, Monday stuff on the yep. DC side. And uh, Rob Liefeld just goes, yeah, you know, me not drawing feet did sell millions of copies. So <laughs> I don't know. got tired, and I like both of them. I'm actually a CM Punk fan as well. Got tired of him just as much as I'm getting tired of seeing Jay Jonah Jameson in the Spider Man books. <laughs> Even since he learned the <laughs> secret of Spider Man, it feels feels like he's been in almost every issue of Spectacular and amazing. He's just a little, like, too prominent yeah. in the book. And, yeah, and, I just you know, haven't had that exposure, so I don't mind. I don't yeah. need him as, like, Everything. The, the replacement for possible Aunt May, who yeah, yeah. might have cancer. I Maybe. don't know what's going Spider-Man on. Spider-Man gets in trouble. Jameson asks what he can do to help. Peter tells him to stay out of his way. Jameson ignores it and makes the situation yeah, worse. Could be why I enjoyed the heist story arc. Was anyone else questioning why Alicia's wedding ring turned purple on the last page of that scene, or was it just me? I didn't even see that. I didn't so notice that crazy. either. I know that she kind of like spun it around at one point, so we'll see. Was debating to read Invaders, but chose not to for two simple reasons. Did a brief skim of the issue, and it reminded me of the Defenders comic we got last week or so, and yeah. hated it. I'm telling you, don't worry about that. And also, because it seemed like it was heavily focused on Captain America. Not a big Captain America fan. I started to resume my Ultimate Universe read-through, and I stopped at the Captain America comic. It was a pain to get it done. But after listening to your review, I might have to give Invaders a try. Yeah, Yeah, I I suggest you try it. There's nothing wrong. Uh, I even said I went into that Invaders very worried because of how much I did not like the best defense books, the Defenders stuff. I'll What's even it? say to Tony, like I'm, I'm not a huge Cap fan either. Which a little ironic because my favorite Marvel movie is Cap too. Yeah, I was going to um, say. I thought that you liked him. How dare <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I do. Winter Soldier yeah, is my yeah. favorite. Yeah, but it. But, uh, you yeah, I, he's got to read it. I would suggest reading it if yeah. he's a Marvel fan so at good. all. Well, that's it for now, boys. Take care. And remember, if you ever meet someone who doesn't like chocolate, those are people you shouldn't associate with. Do you, do you ever have the um, cookies and cream Hershey bar? Have yes. you ever had that one? It, do you, do you like the, that? It's okay. I, I don't buy it myself, though. If someone buys it and it's laying around, I my might kids eat it. Are, my kids are obsessed with that right now. They keep getting it. I'm, I'm not a big fan, but when they uh, have it, like I... chocolate. It, it yeah. burns my teeth. I think that's the problem. It actually looks to me like rats pooped in chocolate. It's what really disturbs <laughs> me. It really does. At one point, uh, back in the day, uh, when we first moved into our house, we had a, mo- a mouse problem, and the mice tend to like get into the silverware drawer a lot, yeah. and uh, I ended up having a coffee, and I stirred the coffee. I don't know why I didn't notice this or whatever, and then I looked. I'm drinking, and I look, and there's these things floating. I realized they were turds, yeah. <laughs> and since then, it's really thrown me off oh it's the worst that's one of the reasons why i really and i i drink my coffee black now it kind of disturbs me because i can't see that now yeah it, it well, upsets I me. I'm, I, I, 
the worst part about black coffee is if you get a bad cup from like the store or something yeah. and the grinds are all oh, on the it's bottom. The worst. You don't even know until the nope, end. You really. don't know until like, the end. Oh, yeah, any other time you'd know. And yeah, even when you're like, boy, this is a little chewy, this there coffee. Yeah. Uh, I may, I, we bought a new coffee maker that is pretty good. But the problem is our town's water is terrible. I mean, yeah. it is awful. So I get spring water to make my coffee like a fancy fella. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of the week when I run out of water and I don't get – and I, I have to have – I probably drink about – I don't know, about 250 ounces of coffee a day. I, yeah, I drink, I drink like a lot. 10 cups. Yeah, I drink about, yeah, yeah, I drink about 10 cups as well. And, uh, so I have to, when I make it with the water from the, the town water, oh my, it's just got actually, a skunk face. No, that, I'm telling you, when you drink it, it actually makes my tongue numb and tingle. That's how bad it is. It's like, I don't know what's going something on with that water. In that water. Yeah, there is something bad, but we're going to move on and thanks. Uh, Tony, for your mail there. And we're going to move on to the last book of the night. Yeah, I love getting mail. So uh, we're going to move on to the last bit. And it's the uh, the issue you're going to review. So I will allow you to do the credits. Yeah, there's not much of a blurb here. They just introduced the characters in every blurb, essentially. So we got Marvel Comics Presents. Kicks off with a Wolverine story, which is written by Charles Soule. Uh, when I saw that at the beginning, I'm like, I wish you it would let wary. someone else write yeah, Char- uh, Wolverine, but this one's not too bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah, it, penciler is Paulo Sequera, inker Oren Jr., color artist Frank DeMarta, and VC's Joe Carmanga. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll just get into it. Uh, the, the problem is when you have – it's basically – these are very short stories. Yeah, they're like 10 pages. And they, yeah, 12, yeah. Maybe? And this – and the, I'm telling you, I read through this and it, it went lickety split. So yeah, I must do, have been enjoying it enough. My uh, one uh, complaint, kind of about these, and even when I was a kid, that that would annoy me about these Marvel Comics Presents issues is as soon as you're like sucked into, into the it, story, it, it ends. ends. And yeah, and like, then oh. you'll continue later down the <laughs> yeah. line at points. Uh, but yeah, this first one happens during World War II, and yep. I kind of is a nice little thing if you did like the invaders because yeah. now you're back at world war ii so i didn't mind that even the namor one really fits in next yeah it uh, does. but it's with nice, this the art nice i thought reminded me especially when you have this like witch and, and it kind of ties into the whole idea that the nazis were into this paranormal the stuff and the stuff, mystic yeah. so they get this woman that you know looks like she <laughs> is like a gypsy she ends up doing this spell because they're making her and she gets this demon that comes up and when the demon shows up, the book then really, to me, starts looking a lot like the Hulk. Well, yes, when he and I was like, boy. So yeah. if you like the Hulk art there, I think that you would like this. But it ends up that this girl has been kind of used. She ends up where the demon is being fought by Wolverine. He's there. Uh, there's a big I think explosion. Everyone else too. basically gets yeah. Vaporized. There's like a huge like explosion when this happens as well that pretty much vaporizes everyone except. The little girl there who either is protecting herself with a spell or her mom's sister, I guess, yeah. that is protecting her. Well, Every, the, by the a, end, when she's alluding to all this, she stuff, too, she's got to yeah. be talking oh, about Oh, yeah, it's going to be girl, that little so, girl. Yeah. yeah, so you have where everybody gets just vaporized, but Wolverine's there. So Wolverine's fighting this demon, and it just is kind of a battle, and, and really – 
there's not a lot to this because when you do get to the end where this lady's like, oh, the Nazis made me do this. Oh, no, I'm going to try. She has to banish this, this, uh, you know, demon, demon, but he's not fully taken away. And she even says like, oh, you know, if I die, then the world's going to get destroyed. But she seems to pass on the power to this daughter uh because even the daughter at the end is like mama because she dies in wolverine's hand and it's one of those things where she says you must continue to protect this girl and with the narration you get this you know marie's death bound logan to us made him part of the family it was another curse his but also ours so it's combining you know making this family kind of tied in with logan for as long as they're around because when this demon and all this comes back or whatever this girl is going to have to do something and wolverine again will have to because while this is going on the the way that they got the demon out is wolverine had to fight fight it well, off yeah. yeah well you know and he wasn't doing me. a great job no either, no really. but he was yeah, it's he was a demon though i mean this enough. was a demon <laughs> and uh but I did like it while he fought the demon back, uh, you know, and protected to give her time to do that. So it, it's it's a good little story. I uh, did. I, I mean, that was one of the better Charles Soule Wolverine stories yeah. I've read in a long time. I'll tell you that. And again, it does say to be continued. I'm assuming that as we go through these, you're going to get like in a couple more issues of yeah. this. We'll get back to this. They used to follow a certain like there would always be a Wolverine story in all, most of the Marvel Comics presents. Yeah. And yeah. then. The, the other two would always change. One would be a one-shot. The other one would kind of be a one or two-shot. deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I think I even said I'm, I'm trying to page to the end here because it does say next issue, Wolverine, Mr. Fantastic, and Gorilla Man. So it'll yeah. probably be that Wolverine story right there will continue. Yeah, uh, so cool. that'll be good. We'll see how that – Tan, I, I would guess that when we get back to it, uh, she'll be older and we'll see what happens there. Uh, the next story is what? This is uh, Namor. Written by Greg Pak, artist Tom Coker, color artist Michael Garland, and VCs Joe Carmanga. This takes place another throwback story during uh, 1945. Yep. Um, and just basically, you know, a story of Namor who sided with the Allies going against the Axis powers. And yep. he's kind of hanging out in Atlantis to start things off. He gets called uh, to the surface one more time by this group of soldiers who come down to visit him. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of reluctant to help out anymore because essentially, you know, the war feels over, but uh, what, Japan's still left at Japan's this point Japan's still left. Time? It's before they drop both atomic bombs. That's <laughs> yeah. the big deal. Uh, you know, Hitler is dead. He, you know, Namor's like, you know what, this war's over. I'm you done know, with The Germans this, yeah. are done. And they're like, no, I no, the, the Japanese. And they're like, the Japanese aren't giving up. And so you get this thing. But the, the other part of this is, which is crazy, is basically they are – kind of fooling namor yeah. so that he leaves the area so that they can drop the atomic bombs and yep. it, it's pretty intense and well, it's a pretty good deal. one of the two they they get down yeah, uh, because yeah, yeah they, they distract namor for the first one uh yeah. that they drop on what uh hiroshima yeah hiroshima um, and then they're gonna he, do the nagasaki one yeah he gets news of it and he is not happy at yeah all. so he goes to try to stop it he can't it ends up blowing up anyway now uh, as we go through this i'll say if you read the invaders this story really works well I think just because even the art looks like that flashback yep. art in there. It's not that I, I just that. actually pulled it up to see if it was the same guy. It's not. It's uh, yeah, he does a good job of vaping. It's it, though, really, really good. And and it's basically one of those. It's you know I wouldn't say it's necessary necessary here, but it 
shows you that continuing idea of Namor really getting upset about, yeah. you know, the wars that it's he's struck into. Yeah, like how the surface world, even though he's half, you know, half human yeah, yeah. essentially, has really let him down in just multiple yep. different ways. And, and, and he you doesn't have really this, believe yeah. the people that recruited him didn't, didn't, didn't lie to him. Know even stuff, but it seems they like did. they didn't. It seems like they didn't know. But yeah. even then, somebody knew. And yeah. somebody told the guy who doesn't know for right. him to yeah. go. And yeah, he ends up, up in Hiroshima's the destroyed and then he he ends up and he's pissed he's like i saw the kids the babies dead and all this and then they tried to throw it back at him like boy you you're all talk you know what you killed thousands yeah. of japanese and all these so who are you to say and he's like uh, yeah but i not did kids. that and then yeah. not kids and stuff so it, it even goes and it's not forced but goes into the idea of you know is it a just war is it you know is it better to be fighting eye to eye or you yeah. know if how it's the it enemy, is now doesn't matter if it's a civilian if yeah. it's just a soldier like where's the line get drawn and I, and I like this like uh, recently now we have even at dc we have the wonder woman book that's dealing with very similar thing like this but this little story i like way more than a whole arc that yeah. g willow wilson did on wonder yeah. woman because this actually doesn't really draw a line it just shows you it doesn't yeah. you know force well, it like he's right he's wrong yeah. it's just war and they're not continuing go. the debate either over no. six issues. It's no, done and this is the end because panels here. You pick the side you feel yeah. is right, and you move on. And he tries know? to he tries to stop the Nagasaki bomb. It ends up exploding anyway. And they're like, I don't know. They they actually and this they think again, he's dead. Don't they, they think he's dead. And this yeah. is where I could kind of go in with if we continue on the deal of when they thought he had amnesia and walked around after the war. This is why maybe they didn't look for him. Whatever, even if it doesn't mean anything, because this is just kind of a story there but yeah. this fits nicely in with yeah. what we got so, See, I, so I can go with out it. of it after the bomb dropped he felt bad for these people and he stayed back to well, he's there them with them yeah. so you see uh, you know them walking and stuff like that so yeah and it's it's an ending he probably helped them out and then went off but yeah and and that's the other thing maybe you could even find out later that you had the idea that he claimed he lost well we have that thing in the invaders with him and xavier but yeah still <laughs> with this like yeah, you know, maybe he didn't lose his, but, his yeah, I mean, memory, this and this is what he did. Yeah, maybe or, he know. actually helped rebuild this, and he just didn't want anybody to know. But we'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. I but I, like I that liked story it a lot. Well. I liked yeah. it a lot. Now we get the last story, and it is a cap story. <laughs> I missed and boy, actually coming into it was the one I looked and, forward and this, to the most. This is this is the best reason. because uh, this is one of me and Brandon collectively one of our favorite writers of all time for all the wrong reasons. Uh, and basically, it's Andosenti. But before you go into this, and when when we first started the DC podcast, she was on Catwoman over at DC, and basically, we can thank her for me and you ever meeting and becoming <laughs> friends because we ended up this and the Batman Eternal and Batman and Robin yep. Eternal are where we ended up cementing a friendship because <laughs> Andosenti, especially, is just so. Just not not good, and she used it's, to be good. I, I she feel used like to be she great. Writes in such an old style, and That's it just has never is, updated. She's, it. Yeah. She, yeah, she just has an updated her style, and it kind of it, it comes off odd. But give us the stats here. Yes, this is written by uh, well, Captain America story written by Ann Nocenti. Pencils by Greg Land, inks by Jay Liston, color artist Frank DeMarta, and VCs Joe Carmanga on letters. Yeah, and I, I don't. This isn't much of a story. It's just Cap in <sighs> no. this quick little relationship he builds with this teenage girl who's 
has trouble at home with her mom because she jumps motorcycles, and, I guess. And even with this, you have a start where it appears that Captain America is driving away on his motorcycle from a huge explosion. Yes. There like must be saving some... the day from something. Yes. But with that, there's just a girl that sees him. Yes. I go, where Watching is she it? in this? Where's the explosion happening? Where she's there like, oh, man, there's Cap. I'm going I'm to do his moves while she's yeah. on a bike. He ends up, you know, sliding. It's like Tokyo Drift going on. Yeah, they on. both biff it, ironically. Yeah, they both. And, and while this is going on, Tony Stark's up in the air but has his little remote deal talking to him. The dialogue is just awful. Yeah, and, and this girl, But this girl's like all smiles. And then they stop. She comes up and like, hey there, Cap. My name's Kelly. That's a, What happened to this explosion? I mean, what exploded <laughs> that started this thing? It, it seems like a whole town exploded. Save this girl? Yeah, I, I don't know. She don't, just comes she up. She couldn't have. She's got a smoothie and or I, something. I love that. Yeah, she drops that. She ends up biting it, gets up, and he's like, hey, so you bit it there. Nice bike. Yeah, I have a motorcycle at home, but it's not fixed, so I ride this. I don't know what's going on already. <laughs> then you have the Tony Stark has this little remote deal that he's talking to him. Drone, the spy bot deal. At the point, you have what appears to be Cap throwing it up in the air. But then all of a sudden, the shield's there that looks like it's actually even coming from a ca- Iron Tony. Man. Yes, yeah. I know. I don't know, I don't know what's, what's going, going on. Did and, they trade items? And then at one point, I thought that she was kind of alluding to the idea of, oh, hey, Cap, you got herself a groupie there. The girl looks way too young for that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And then she's like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you have a flat tire, Cap. You can come back to my house. I have a welder. Yeah, like, we'll I don't, and then he's like, ah, I was There's just. A welder I love flat tires. I, I, just I don't know. Fixed. That's no it's the new thing. Involved. I know. Did you weld your tire back together? <laughs> no. My favorite is, and it's such an Amnocenti deal. She's like, hey, uh, uh, the girl goes, you you gonna ride that rim? And then Cap goes, nope, I'm just gonna go to the nearest tire store. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. I'm just going to the tire store. She's like, thank God you didn't ruin your handlebars because, you know, the local handlebar store is not Close. around the corner. But she's like, the best is, that's miles away. You'll wreck. But how long is it to her house? I mean, the, the thing is, like, he's still riding on this motorcycle. Yes, he's got a flat tire regardless. <sighs> Follow me. Let's go weld that tire together. And this is and where... He yeah. sure enough is welding this tire. He welded the tire together. That's it. They're welding a tire. And this is where we said that we loved Anne Nocenti before. Because this is the sort of thing she does a yeah. lot where she she kind of gets stuck in a in a well, corner with what, what she's written and then it was the football. <laughs> she said the the guy ended up and this was in the Gothopia, Catwoman Gothopia uh, deal, if you know what that is. Uh where a guy says to Catwoman I'm the best quarterback. I'll throw it and it's down. That, that's what he said. I'm like, I'll throw the ball and it's down. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's I don't know that you. I don't know that you've ever played football. <laughs> he clocked it. That's he's the best at that. I'll throw it and it's down. I, like she heard touchdown, but only to knew down and first down confused her. No time for so me. this is she's there. like, I don't know anything about motorcycles, but I believe you can fix a flat tire. With a welder. Now, the other thing I do want to point out as well is 
He's fixing the wrong tire. He is fixing the back tire. It was the front tire (laughs) that was bad. And she's like, yeah, I like to do stunts, but my mom's, she don't like that. So the mom comes home and, you know, she's, hey, get inside. What the heck are you doing? I thought this was going down the road of her going to put the moves on Cap. I thought so, too. Yeah, she does look sassy. But she's like, what's going on? And, oh, we're fixing the bike, and then I'm going to fix your daughter's bike. No, you can't. There's an expensive part coming in the mail. And then the girl goes in, and Cap's like, listen, there's no expensive thing. And I also like it, too. It's the next day. Where did Cap sleep? Did he sleep on that motorcycle? Was he working on it all night long? I think he was just (laughs) sleeping on the motorcycle. And I'm just sitting there. She comes out. he left this mom's bed just real early in the morning because she looks a little upset about it. Yeah, she does. She comes out, and she's like, well, where's Kelly? And then Cap's there, and now... Who's the biggest jerk in this? Because then he's like, I fixed her her motorcycle. She's off doing stunts. And that's where the lady says, let me show you something. She thinks she's a real hot shotter. Like, let me show you something. Hot shot goes in. Looks like she's a fan of evil can evil. Yeah, uh, she they likes go in. motorcycle deals. Yeah, yeah, she likes motorcycle deals. She, she has that going on. She's like, she's doing this. Everybody, you know, they try to get out of this town by being a scholarship or racing money. But you know what? The moms are racing left with. Money, all that racing I love it too. It's like. That means all of us moms live in fear of broken bones. I'm like, what is going on in this? And then she even has this, like, weird deal where she, it looks like a pack of gum. That she ended up making a diagram of her jumping over the pack of gum. And this is, like, supposed to be like, look at this. What, what, she's going to jump somewhere? So Cap goes, and she's at the, like, a quarry with a bunch of tires. There's the tire store. And uh, he's like, hey, what's going on? I I think she set up a uh, tire spike to get Cap's tires, because look at all those tires. Yeah, there's tons of tires. So so they're there, and now it becomes like a G.I. Joe-type deal of now you know, because he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, you gonna be safe with this jump? Of course, I always wear my helmet. And then Kev's like, "Well, you should tell your mother about that because maybe she wouldn't worry." And yeah. I'm like, "What is what is this turning into?" The mom shows up, starts screaming and yelling, and then Cap basically is like, "Whatever, I'm out of here." <laughs> Fun. I love the end when yeah. it's at the end. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, she, she says, that's her first, uh, that, that's the other thing. She gets there as Cap, Cap and the girl jump. They jump over yeah, the tires. The mom shows up and says, that's her first big stunt. There will be more. Will you be around for the next one? And then Cap goes, I hear you, but it, it, she is who she is. Catch you later. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wanted it to continue two more pages where this girl's now a paraplegic. And then the mother's just like, I told you. I'm telling you. She's like, oh, nailed it with the tires. No tires needed. Yeah, the best to me is I could see the mother going and rigging up the motorcycle so that she does crash just to be right. This woman wants to be right so much. She's like, see, I told you. The but first thing you she would did. think by the end of the story, the mom would lighten up. That's where you thought yeah. this was headed, right? Yeah, Am I you, wrong? Or, or you would think that, you know, the girl was going to do something. And Cap's like, you know what? You, you got to be more careful and yeah, do this. And the girl would just say, yeah, the girl would just say, okay, well, maybe my mom. No, no, nothing. She's just like, maybe you should show your mom. <laughs> he said, you've taken safety precautions with those tires. They'll soften the blow of a fall. No, you're they're a pile of tires. 
that's what he's like. Oh well, I guess that's the case. That'd be like me. I'm gonna like listen. I'm gonna tightrope between two sky, you know, high rises. But look, I have two mattresses below. Hey, at least I'm in. Like these tires. Can you imagine her jumping into those tires? No, no. And then she they just have, goes. They have ways you can do this safely now. Those giant foam pits. There's yeah. those have been invented. Yeah, and I like it. She's like, he says they'll soften the blow of a fall. What blow? I ain't gonna fall. And then they just <laughs> jump. And then yeah. they jump, and the woman they comes in. Telling you, the woman's like, she's gonna get hurt from here on out. That's nice that she did that. Also, she comes up and and she says to this is another one that the dialogue of Anosenti. Here comes my mom. She wants to keep me like a doll on a shelf in a cage. <laughs> keep going in a doll on a shelf on a cage in a bottle in a, in a you know the negative zone. In a cage because you keep oh, all your my toys goodness in cages gracious. all over the house. I'm telling you, the mother shows up and like, listen, Cap. I don't really care about the motorcycle, but this dyed hair is driving me nuts. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, was, I just, I just love it too. It just that was ends where the way to end two good it, stories. It ends specifically with the mom saying, "You know what? She's gonna get hurt." And where will you be? You again. aren't gonna be here when she gets hurt. He says, "I hear you, and I've got my got eye my on eye. you." <laughs> Drives away. He just leaves. Oh uh, I wanted to see What's an explosion. He's got a, a smile on his face. Oh, he's like, just like, job done. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yep, my job here is done. <laughs> Where to next? He goes, and now he's just going to go off to a, you know, people who are stealing cars. Like, I told my son he shouldn't steal cars. Well, I guess you just have to be careful. All right. Where to next? Everywhere oh, he goes, he's, just, he's causing more problems than, than ever. It's just ridiculous. This, this is the evil Captain America, I think. Yeah, really. Are we still in Secret Empire? <laughs> they hate his face, but yeah, it, it's just. I see why. It's so ridiculous. And and please, please tell me that next issue has Wolverine, Mister Fantastic, and Gorilla Man. Please tell me one of those is by Anosenti. I need. Gorilla Man is by Anosenti. I need this. I'm framing uh, yeah. all those pages. I need to these to continue desk. with her. I need it. It's so great. But yes, uh, what did you give this? I did. I had fun with the the previous two stories. Seriously, two stories and are the really last good. One, ironically, yeah, so yeah. The last one just made me laugh. Seven five. The art was really good on all of them. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. So. Yeah, that, that cap art's great. Yeah, just, it is. It really is. Just, and people give Greg Land a lot of crap. I, I, it's, he traces. I, I don't know what he does. I, I'm not read up about it enough, but I like it when I see it. Yeah, so. yeah, I like it. So I, I like that. I'm going to give it a 7.5 as well. It's worth getting it if yeah, you're interested in it. I it a lot. And yeah, I'd like to see how that Wolverine I continues. I to be kind of yeah. more throwaway and, and not so enjoyable. Ah, uh, that Enocenti. You've done it again, Enocenti. <laughs> Oh, she's, she's the, the best. Maker, she's one. so great. I, I told her at one point, because I did uh, review a lot of those Catwoman issues, and I think it was around the time of Race of Thieves, where I just said, she's a diabolical genius that has me <laughs> so enthralled with everything she writes, because it is so ridiculous. But we always have fun. It's always funny, though. It's not it like, is. it doesn't infuriate me. It's I just, don't know if I she just does shake my head. I just I don't understand it. why she throws things into, like, the idea of welding so a tire. She doesn't. Un- if she doesn't understand the pressure, she what's she putting it in there? Something on a motorcycle, uh, yes, but get the tire out of there. You don't need to use she, like tire. That, that one thing, like the throwing football, and you obviously don't know why. Why put that in there? You don't have to include that. 
No. Oh, you, you diabolical genius, Andrew <laughs> Sensi. So but good. that is it. That is the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with our, you know, our new comic book day show that usually has about four or five comics yeah. on it. I don't really know what comes out next week. I haven't really checked. We got, uh, I know Guardians comes out. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, that'll be a big one. That'll, that'll be a big number that'll one. That'll be on Wednesday. Uh, and I do believe we have that annual uh, with the Cyclops annual oh, from yeah, Candy, yeah. so we'll probably talk Check about that, that as well. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about a bunch of those issues. It'd be nice if Marvel would send us the review copies. We get <laughs> I know. some things done get ahead of time. But that's not happening, so eh, that's the way it goes. Well, we're used to that. We're used to no. We're, we're like I'm, I'm the Rodney Dangerfield. I got like a Wednesday routine. I'm yeah, I do okay too. With, so. Yeah, uh, we we get no respect, and there you go. But I'd rather have listeners than respect and friends yeah. even more. So yeah. there you go. That is the end. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Later.